vehicle equipped with pistols, missiles, and hit you, tissue, sizzle, show you it's day. Like mystical, whoever riddle, my mental see you as fact, you trying to scrap to cover up the fact you can't rap. <laughs> it's when you came. I would, I would have to see you. I would have to see you like in person. Oh no! Uh, it's um, it's when you came with your bro in um on that Laos tour. Calgary, what? Yeah, in Calgary. I was drunk as hell and I yeah. spotted you out. I was like, "Was that kid vicious?" <laughs> hey, but I was gonna yeah. say. Uh, welcome to episode four of, um, from the desk of Low. I got my first guest with me on the phone right now, um, repping Detroit to the fullest, Kid Vicious. What? That's right, that's right, what's good? How you feeling? Oh, man, I'm, I'm actually pretty psyched right now that you're the first guest. Um, so I basically want to ask you, um, do you drink, do you drink, are you sober? Because I know you smoke weed. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's my habit of choice, but uh, I drink. I drink from time to time, man. It's just not a. Uh, it's just not something I can do all the time anymore, man. Oh, so I'm guessing you. Really, I'm guessing you used to drink a lot, eh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, Royce was fucking super, the super drinker, and I was right there with him. <laughs> I couldn't drink more than him, but yeah, I was getting it in, and then I don't know. It just kind of got old to me. I was just gonna stick to what I know. I was gonna say, did you did you start rapping because of Royce or no? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, you know, as far as hip hop, like I've always been up on shit because of Royce, and then I got an older brother that's older than Royce, who's a super hip hop head. So um, you know, I would listen to a lot of people, but I didn't really want to do it myself until I saw Royce doing it. I was able to go to studio sessions and, you know, hear all the records that he do. I, I just thought it was the coolest shit in the world when I actually seen it done. And I really just started writing just to kind of fuck around with it. And then it, it, one thing turned into another. But he definitely is uh, Mr. Miyagi to me, his Daniel's son. Oh, you right up there with him, Vish. That's how I found out, that's how I found out you because of Royce. I was going to, um, so, so, being, how old are you? Because I was born in 91, and I go back and listen to everything before my time. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I got you by a couple of years. <laughs> but, I got you by a few years. But, but what's a couple of years? Uh, 98? I mean, sorry, uh, 87?
I was gonna say, uh, because I know a lot of old hip hop, and a lot of kids my age, I, I, I tell them who Group Home is or Third Base, <laughs> and they look at me wild. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that that's like know it all that don't know shit. Like, <laughs> they just pretty much know the era that they're in and, and the music that's going on right now. It's like no, you they got, don't really know the history. Some people just got to go back and do the homework. I think it's necessary when you, you know, before you create certain opinions, before you say certain things from your opinion that you take to as fact, you need to know the history and what, what you know, where hip hop comes from and how it evolved into what it's evolved into now. I mean, it's, it was super intriguing to me, but I think it's just like nowadays, it's just like this is what's going on right now and fuck everything else. So how come you keep it so real rapping? Um, I mean, that's the club that I'm cut from. That's how I was taught. Like, if you grew up, if you grew up doing jujitsu, when you get into a fight, you probably gonna use jujitsu. Hmm. You know, even though I practice, I practice different, you know, different things. I don't have like a, um, I'm not in the shell with any certain style. Like, it's a lot of flows that they do now that I could do, but I just use it in my way. My bars, you know, things like that. But, um, I mean, I'm just bread, man. I, I'm a bread MC. I was I was taught <clears throat> to, uh, to always um, pretty much use your brain. Be lyrical. Don't, don't do what everybody else is doing. You know, my brother is like, you're going to have it hard enough because you and me are blood brothers. We grew up together, the same home. We use the same lingo. You know, we, we sound similar. So, you know what I mean? Like, you already going to have to deal with that. Like, yeah. make sure you, yeah, just make sure you go in when you do. Yeah, it's very hard to tell you guys apart sometimes when you guys are rapping on the same record. Yeah, I heard that before. You know what's funny? Uh, I think it was Bar Exam 2. It's a record called Heat to the Street. <coughs> and um, <coughs> it's me and Royce going back and forth. So uh, DJ Green Lantern was hosting the mixtape. And uh, he ran it back after, because it, it's a line in there. Where Royce come in, and he's, you know, he's doing this super dope flow pattern. And then I come in after like maybe eight bars. You know, I can spit on your honor. Kirk Cobain, suicidal. You got the nerve in Nirvana. Bullets touch men and women just as quick as Madonna. Little nigga, I do to your mama with the KKK. Want to do the Obama. And then it goes, boom, he dropped the, the bomb and, and then spun it back. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, you know, Green Lantern is fucking with my shit. Oh. <laughs> so, so then, so then he, it's a, uh, they interview him for a magazine. I think it was either the source of Double H or But they interviewed Green Lantern and he was like, yo, this mixtape is crazy. You know, Royce is, 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 is going ham on that motherfucker. He on there dropping lines like, and he quoted that line. Little nigga, I do to your mama what the KKK want to do to Obama. Like, he quoted that shit like it was Royce's. And that was you. You know what I'm saying? And that was me, so I didn't get the fucking credit for it, but... <laughs> Damn. Like, shit like that always happened to me, man. Well, I, I seen on your Twitter that you may be dropping an album with uh, your brother pretty soon. Yeah, 
you know, it's something that we working on. Uh, I mean, not it's not like something that we already sat down and start doing the album, but it's something that's been tossed around for a minute, and it's just, I mean, it's just timing. You know, timing is everything, like... Just like your first album. I'm sorry? Just like your first album. Timing is everything. Yeah. Yeah, timing is everything, man. You gotta... You know, if that's what the... I feel like I gotta drop on my album first. And I gotta get people saying, damn, like this, you know, this dude is, um, like it's mandatory that y'all do an album together because it makes sense. Do you plan on dropping, like, something personal, like how your brother did? Um, I would say it's more personal than probably ever, but it's not like, I'm not taking that same route, because... Because you want to be I original. Mean, I, can the, I, I can see the criticism from 10 miles away with that shit, like, if, if I start doing the personal thing, I mean, which would, it would be dope. If, if soon I did an album that got that personal, except I'm 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 speaking on it from my viewpoint. Like Royce, Royce did records where he was talking about things that my family had went through from his perspective. Like when he was talking about my brother getting knocked out by my pop, I was there. I told I told him about it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I was there, <clears throat> and he just kind of turned it into the story for the album, which was super dope. Like, everything that he's saying is, is is true. And it's like staples in our history that we always kind of get together and we'll talk about stuff like that. So super, super dope. But if I did that, it would just be from my perspective and it would be different from his. So it's not like, yo, man, like, just make a copy in off of fucking uh, Booker Ryan. Yeah, Booker Vesh. <laughs> Yeah, Book of Vision. <laughs> um, Book of Marcus. So, yeah, Book of... Oh, yeah, that is your real name, Book of Marcus. Um, so, when you heard the album, was that the first time that you found out that they gave you Rugged Outbacks instead of Timberlands? What, on the album? Yeah, like like when you first heard the song, I mean. Man, hell no. No? <laughs> number one, n- number one, like... This is shit that, like I said, we talk about all the time. Like, you know, about how we grew up and the certain silly shit that happened. We joke about it. Like, especially when family get with family, it's just like, time to laugh about. The Rugged Outback thing, and it's really the first time I'm ever talking about this with anybody outside of my family. Um, I learned the hard way that those motherfucking boots was not Timberlands. No. I learned, I, I, bro, listen, I, I went to school feeling like they was Timberlands. I went to, I went to school feeling like these damn boots was Timberlands and I was styling. <laughs> like, uh, you know, my, my brothers made certain comments when he, when he was like, uh, I was like, where are your Timberlands at? Yeah. And he was like, shit, what? You're like, shit, where yours at? That literally happened, bro. Oh, I don't doubt that it. definitely happened. I don't doubt and it. I, was, I died when I heard that line. Dog, I, I was, when he said it, I'm like, what like, what that supposed to mean? I'm thinking, like, what what's supposed to mean by that? Anyway, you know, I, I guess because I just wanted him to be Timberland. 
I didn't know. I was just a youngin', so it was like, I mean, I, I didn't know to look for the damn tree on the shoe, man. I don't fucking know. <laughs> if, if they say it's Timberlands, they Timberlands. It, like, it came in the box I, and everything. I didn't think twice. Yeah, I knew the box looked a little bit old. So I was like, damn, all right, well, whatever. Maybe the box is just old, but hey, whatever. <laughs> Timberlands. And, 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 and I noticed that the damn boots didn't fit in the box. <laughs> the box was bigger than the shoes, but, you know. What the fuck do I know about these You're young. joints? Maybe that's the style, yeah. So I I ended up going to school with him. And I was rocking them bitches like the first three. I got away with that shit for like two days. On like the third day, one of my mans was like, hey, yo, um, what kind of boots is them? I'm like, fuck you mean, nigga, these Timberlands. He was like, oh, what? And I'm thinking, like, what the fuck is wrong with niggas? Like, they Timberlands, what? Like, he like, oh, okay. He looked away for a minute. He looked back. And he was like, yo, man, you sure them Timberlands? Like, yeah, what you talking about? They Timberlands. And he was like, well, where's the Timberland logo? My Timberland logo? He was like, yeah, like, you see mine? He showed me his Timberlands. And how they got the tree on the motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, so I look and I'm looking, I don't see no tree. <laughs> so I get to examining this shoe finally. And all I seen was rugged outback on the inside. <laughs> so I had to try to play it off like, nah, man. These ain't tails, now just fucking with you, man. Like, and I went home mad as hell. Why y'all? Why y'all tell me these is Timberlands and these ain't Timberlands? They rugged out back. My mama like, yo, um, what difference do it make? A boot is a boot. It was just like, all right, goddammit. But 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 check it though. What Royce did not tell y'all, what he didn't tell y'all was that shit right there sent me into a different kind of phase. I start I start wearing they shit because they had fly shit, bro. They had all kinds of fly shit. And I start wearing their shoes. I start wearing their clothes. It got so bad. It got so bad to the point where my parents was telling telling me to stop doing it, and I still did it. <laughs> you it look. got to the point where my, my pops let my pops let them take me downstairs and get five minutes with me with boxing gloves on. Cause you wore their clothes. Because I wore their clothes, and, you know, they told me not to, and I still did it. Like, everybody told me not to, and I still did it just because I didn't want to be, like, like nobody talking shit about me again. Like, I, I needed to get my points back up. So I, took, I took that risk. I got my ass for plenty of time, but hey. <laughs> so, so, you're from Detroit, and I, I personally... It's hard for me to find Detroit albums because I'm not from that era. So in your opinion, what's your most favorite Detroit albums of the 90s? Of the 90s? Of the 90s. Shit. Something that somebody born in 91 would know nothing about. Like Goon Squad. I always wanted to like listen to Goon Squad, but I can't find any of their stuff on Tidal or on Apple Music. Because that's with Trick Trick and a few others, I believe. And, uh, I mean, really, if you just look up Trick Trick, 
and you follow his shit, you going that's the going for right there. Like you following everybody who's affiliated uh, with you, you. That rap, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the Goon Squad, the real Goon Squad ain't just rappers. You know what I'm saying? They ain't just a bunch of rappers running around. A bunch of niggas that, 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 that demand respect. They give respect, but they demand it back. And if you violate that respect, you probably gonna get your face off. Oh, I know, uh, so I I know that Trick Trick does not look like the man to play with, especially after that No Fly Zone record. Whew. No, I'm good. It's, it's simple. It's simple. It's just, he, that's why, you know, I call him my OG because, you know what I mean? Like, the, the shit that he stand for, some people can get it misconstrued with, like, trying to extort people or bully people. But really, it's just restoring respect in the city. Like, these young motherfuckers, is, they hungry, so they'll do whatever. And they'll 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 make the city look whatever kind of way if, if it involves them getting a a couple dollars, you get what I'm saying? So yeah, you need people like the, you need people like the OG that'll come through and be like, nah, fuck what you talking about. This is what's gonna happen because this is Detroit, and we not we not gonna buy these like certain looks that they trying to give us. We're not gonna let people disrespect our city, and uh, that's real shit, you know. So like, with like saying that and all, how do you feel about the pipes in Flint not being fixed? I mean, what is it? What is it to, to talk about? Well, see, I'm from Canada, so we never really see that those kind of things happen here. Okay, so let me reverse your question with a question: What if the pipes in Canada, where you live, were the waters were full of lead poison that would kill you? I mean, it's, I feel like that's a rhetorical question, just because I mean that's a travesty in any. Any part of the globe, you know what I mean? Like, for anybody to go through that is a tragedy. It is like, a tragedy. It's, it's hard to put it into into words to make it sound like exactly what it is. No, like, I get, I get words that. Words can't really describe it. I get that because, like, nobody should be having... Everybody, it's 2018, everybody should be having clean water. Think about all the kids, all the young kids that want a sip of water from the faucet. All the kids that want to just take a bath or take a shower or, you know what I mean, brush their teeth. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to put it in words. But. Nah, I feel you on that, man. I feel you on that. It's, the world's a very fucked up place and, like... Even with the racism thing, like, you know, that's what I never got. Like, we all bleed blood. It's not like you cut one of us open and we bleed purple or something like that or gold. Like, we all bleed blood. That's why I never understood racism. Well, I mean, it's just a historic thing. You know, um, everything trickle, is a trickle-down effect from history. And, uh, you know, some people that come from a family of racist are now... Not really into racism, but you still got some people who are still racist, and, and you're gonna have it based off the teachings and the understandings that that each individual has. But I mean, you know, racism is is going to exist because it's taught to us to divide. Hmm. It's always taught to divide. When you look at when you go in public, you may see somebody who 
it, you know, it's fat. And he looking at you like, oh, this motherfucker got muscles. So he probably thinks this. Instant division. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, I'm light-skinned, I'm light you dark-skinned. You know what I'm saying? You probably don't like me. You know, he's thinking the same thing just based off me being light-skinned, him being dark-skinned, instant division. I'm a Baptist, you a Catholic, instant division. Like, if everything is just taught to divide. So, it's not just, it's not just color. If it's not color, it's going to be something that, that'll divide. You know, I never thought of it like that before. Yeah, man. It's real shit. It's real shit. I mean, I do a lot of research. Do you watch you know, a lot? I'm sorry? Do you watch a lot of, like, um, documentaries on stuff like this? Uh, documentaries. I read certain books. I feel like you watch, when you just watch things, you're getting someone else's interpretation coming from it all goes it all, it all goes back to a book and experiences you know what I'm saying if you, if you didn't experience something firsthand, then you either read it in a book or, or, or you were taught from somebody who did go through the experience but I just like to use all the avenues that I can whether it's in and there whether it's a book it's just like I feel like the more that you know the more you know, the more comfortable you get, you'll be because you you got a better understanding of how things work. Because it's from your perspective, I understand what you're saying now. I mean, when people read the Bible, they they get certain things from it and in their interpretation. When somebody goes to the church, they're not getting they're not getting. Uh, they're not getting like a fact. Like, uh, if, if you believe every word that the Bible says, you're just basically getting somebody reciting it to you. Mm. And, and they're giving you a certain perspective. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's bits and pieces <laughs> that you take from it that you can, so you can make it your own from your own perspective and understand it better. I don't know. I'm not really into, like, that type of shit because um, of history. You know, it's a lot of things in history that study me away from it. A lot of experience uh, and stuff like that that I don't really feel. And but, I, uh, I do not blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah, I mean... So, I seen that you are on CNN. Think... Thanks to Marshall. Yeah, man. I seen that. I was like the fucking... I was like the cover art. Yeah. Things like... <laughs> it's like, doesn't CNN doesn't know who Marshall is? They should just put Kid Vicious. Yeah, I mean, shit. Thank you. But, uh... Yeah, no, I didn't know... I didn't know, um... I didn't know nothing about nothing, man. I honestly, Royce was, uh, I was on my way to the studio, and Royce was like, yo, I got a call, um, Westside Gun and Conway, you know, Marshall, all them dudes is, uh, is going down, whatever, wherever it was, downtown Detroit, and they're going to be shooting for the BET cipher. So I was like, oh, okay, dope. He was like, you, you could just meet me over there. 
So I already had on what I had on. You know what I'm saying? I already had my fro all out. <laughs> and then, you know, I just fell through. And um, when M did that shit with Donald Trump, I didn't know what he was going to say. Nobody knew what he was going to talk about until he got out there. And then he did it. And I just, as soon as he did it, like I was, they, they didn't catch me on the actual clip. But I was laughing a lot of the time at, at the lines he was saying. And I was just like, yo, man, the, the world going to go crazy over this shit. You know, I knew it was going to blow up, but I didn't know that they was going to have my face on the shit. I didn't, like, they, they ran the camera past me, I thought, like, one time. And then your face ends up on CNN. Yeah, I was, I was, I was getting calls from calls and DMs and all kind of shit. I've seen you on TV today. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you on CNN. That was the first one. It was like, yo, bro, you know you was on CNN this morning. I like, CNN? I'm like, what the fuck? The fuck did I do? And they was like, nah, that fucking cypher. I'm like, I wasn't in the cypher. I know, dog, but they kept showing your face. I'm like, uh, it is what it is, bro. Hey, man, shout out to CNN for just putting my boy Vicious on. Shout out to CNN like a It just put me on. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of Westside and Conway, I was gonna ask because I I don't really understand their movement, Griselda. How come is it, how come it's so hard to find like the records on like streaming sites like Hall and Nash? Like, is it like a collectible kind of thing that that did that, that like because it's a piece of art? Or you can't be the you one to what? answer I, that. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, them, those are my guys, but I don't know. I don't know too much of their business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I know that uh, they originally were using this producer, Derringer, and they was, like, pumping out a whole lot of music and I know that a lot of them had, like, samples and shit like that. Oh. But all in Nash, I don't know, like, I I, I, didn't, I don't think it got a sample in it. But um, I would figure that, you know, one of the main things you can go to is a streaming site and, and fuck with. But, so I don't know. I have no idea. But all in Nash is my shit, too, by the way. Oh, I love that I shit. I listen to it on YouTube all- I listen to it on YouTube all the damn time. Hey, uh, not including Royce, but who's your favorite member of Slaughterhouse? Crooked Eye. Oh, Ken Crooked, man. Yeah, Crooked Eye. And how'd you like Good vs. Evil? Um, I mean, shit, everything Crook do, man, I fuck with. Everything Crook do, I fuck with. I mean, he, to me, is... I don't know, man. I like think he's arguably, he's arguably, oh man, he arguably the best, bro, at uh, at like just those lines. You know what I mean? Like he be coming with lines. I was telling my brother, I listened to like Crooked Eye, and then he got some brothers, four brothers, Horseshoe on Gang, the Horseshoe Gang, and and you know they pretty much. 
going through the same shit as me. I mean, the, the only criticism that you can have for these guys is they sound like crooked eye to an extent. You get what I'm saying? But as far as the bars, like, they be coming up with shit that I be like, yo, man, why didn't I think of that shit? You know what I'm saying? It happens all the time with Crooked, Horseshoe Gang, and Royce. Aliens. But, um, alien Game. Alien. Alien Gang, man. That's what I'm talking about. Like, very... But yeah, no, I, I, I fuck with Crook. Like, like, he definitely, in my books, he's, he's one of the best, and he's, you know... You definitely got to keep up with them. I mean, I like everybody in Slaughterhouse, but I think I relate to the artistry of Crooked better out of everybody else. I was going to say, very few rap lines freak me out when I hear, like, I'll give you the two that made me freak out. One's Crooked Eyes. The first one was Jadakiss when he said, fuck riding a beat, a parallel park on a track. That shit made me lose my mind because I was so young at the time. And then recently I heard Crooked Eyes saying, you fucked the slums raw till they gave birth to a resistance. When I heard that shit, I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. That's one of probably thousands of quotables that dude got. Matt. I even got a quotable from you that I even like, too. Um, it was on that Soldier record you have with Royce. It's, um, rap like an automatic gun, lunch stopping means you can't breathe proper. Yeah, they like I'm on some shit. Well, hold, hold click, hold heat like an oven mitt. When I heard you say that, I was like, oh, I gotta fuck with this guy. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, you know, I just, that's the young, the young still hungry like coming with those lines that was my shit like coming with those lines because i know royce had he would be in the studio pretty much like trying to sh you know outshine each other and uh i'm like all right he might get me with the flow but guess what he's not gonna get me with the lines i'm gonna have the best line you get what i'm saying yeah. it was shit like that but so yeah, man, man, all that shit is fucking like classic porn studio stuff. So have you ever been in the studio with, like, Royce when he had, like, Cole or anybody come in for the book of Ryan? You know, <clears throat> with the, uh, let's see. I would say from bar exam, the bar exam mixtape. Till now, um, you know, I just had my first son, my first child. Oh, congrats. Uh, oh, yeah, I seen him take his first steps on your Instagram. Congrats, man. That's a rare moment yeah. to catch on camera. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Um, so really, you know, it's my first child. I've never been in this situation before. Uh, I thought that it was like, like, you got to have a certain amount of money. If you don't have that certain amount of money, then you fucked because the child going to just kill you. You know, that that's my mentality right now. Uh, you got kids already? No, I don't. Okay, so that's why it's, that's why it's your mentality. I, I did it, bro. I, 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 stuck, I stuck around the house all while my girl was pregnant. Because I didn't know. I didn't want to stress her out. I wanted everything to go smooth. Um, 
you know, the baby was born. You know, I, like I say, I stuck around the house, but I was working like a motherfucker, you know, just trying to stack up money, stack up money, because I'm like, we need money for this, we need money for that. And uh, so the baby's born, and, it, it, you know, I'm thinking, all right, we good, because uh, I stacked up some money, and it really had little to do with the money. Like, the month, the, you know, like, we do baby showers and shit like that, and people was buying a bunch of clothes so we didn't have to worry about that um they bought a bunch of diapers and stuff like that even though that shit we ran through all of that really fast and we had to start buying diapers but it wasn't as expensive as i thought it was more about the time spent like being around the kid and you know what i mean like as a newborn them crying all, all night you get what I'm saying? It's like just basically getting adapted. And eventually and eventually you grow into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've grown into it now. It took me 11 months to get comfortable. But so I'm, I'm telling you this um, to, to say that that's what I was focused on. And, you know, probably in the last year, bro. Hey, Last man, year, so at least I'm you did the right thing, man, because a lot of people, they probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people definitely, definitely wouldn't do it. I mean, I missed a show, a big show in, um, where did it, where did it go? Ch not China. Yeah, it was Japan. Uh, I missed the show because it was they booked it really close to the day where he was expected to be born. And I didn't want to, like, I went this whole time, bro. And if I missed the actual birth, oh, man, that should have crushed me. So I had to cancel that show. It was the first time I ever did some shit like that. But, and, um, but sometimes you got to do something yeah. like that to win this. You know, you only get to see the birth of your child once in a lifetime. You never know. Another big show may come around. Yeah, I mean, and I, I'm not, I, like I said, it's my first time, my first time being in this situation. So, you know, I was super, like, green to the situation. In hindsight, you know, I could have, you know, I could have relaxed a little bit more. But, like I say, I just, I pretty much just was there and I enjoyed all of it. But now, you know, I'm, I, I still, you know, have been writing and recording and shit like that, but... I wasn't able to get to the studio with Royce as much. So that's why you don't hear me on none of the stuff. Yeah, cause none I, of the newer stuff. Because I was wondering how come you wasn't on the book of Ryan. Because that was the feature I was looking forward to most. I'm like, yeah, M, blah, M, um, Push, blah, blah. I was like, okay, where's Vish? Where's Vish at? Yeah, a lot of people was wondering, like, yo, why does he have these features but not you? Like, what the fuck? And I'm just like, you know, I had to basically explain the same thing. Explain the same thing to him, and it was just me not being able to be there. And um, and Royce, you know, he not going to stop and wait and wait till I'm able to, to get me on, to get me on the project, you know. That's not how he worked. So. Yeah, that man's on a different level, I tell you. In the past, it'll... Eight years I found since I found out who he was. Whew. Yeah, that's uh, 
that's him. That's him, man. That's what makes him great. I, I, I definitely can't slow that up. How do you how do you how do you deal with like that like being in the presence of all these great people like like what's that feeling like like not just not like not just uh, your brother because you grew up with him like I mean like everybody else have you been around that has been great Well you know what at one at one specific time I did think um I did used to get go around people and I was kind of nervous because I know that they I've seen them on TV or I've listened to their music and I feel like I kind of know them a little bit, but I know they don't know me. You know what I'm saying? But um, nowadays, like I say, like, well, you know, just, just it going through experiences and um, and just learning new things, having certain knowledge. You know, you start looking at people like people. You get what I'm saying? Mm. You can't look. You can't look at um, you know somebody who has a lot of success and they're on TV and stuff like that. You can't look at them like they're above you. You know, or you get what I'm saying? Like you still gotta look at yourself like I'm just just like this motherfucker. Like he got a certain break. You know, he got certain monies, and I respect them. But, you know what I mean? I don't have no reason to be worried about anything around them or, or get nervous around them. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's been it's been plenty of fucking people who are considered celebrities that I've been around who ain't did nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was around them, I, I was around them at first, and I was nervous, and you know what I'm saying? It was just something that happened natural, and then I had to think about it like, yo, man, these people, is, you know, they they just people. They're just like us. Every, yeah, every time you get to talk to these motherfuckers, like, you realize that they're just people. I mean, some of them kind of act like they demand for you to um, treat them a certain way based off of how they act. But I don't give a fuck about none of that shit because, to be honest, I'm a fan of very few people. I respect, you know, everybody. You know, if I see whoever, I'm going to respect them, but... I'm not gonna treat you different just because you are, you know, you a celebrity. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna respect you and everybody that you with that's not a celebrity the same way. Because in the end, we're all people. No, we're not. We're not godlike. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you damn right about that. Like everybody got the potential to be considered great. You know, I'm gonna you keep that, and that's always gonna stick with me now. Yeah, you mean you gotta also think about if uh, what if what if um, I don't want to say like a certain person. So okay, like, yeah. What if a certain? Yeah, let's, let's just if, say what, somebody. What if it's huh? Let's just say like like a somebody like like a random person, nobody. Like we don't have to say the name. I'm, yeah, I mean it's like just to somebody who's considered a celebrity for rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, you are, you considered a celebrity, you got a lot of success, but when you meet somebody who's not a fan of yours, they don't care about rap music, then you are not that person. You know what I'm saying? You're not a celebrity anymore. You're just a regular person. Because you, you, you're looking at somebody who don't know who you are, they don't care what kind of fame you got, 
whatever you do does nothing for him. So, you know, whatever. Cause they're That's not... how I look at people. That's, uh, you know, I'm not, not saying like you're, you're nobody or whatever, but I just look at people like, yo, you know, whatever. If you're a big time producer, if you're a big time rapper, good job. But, you know, we're just people. If we're not doing business together. If we're not doing business together, if we're not making money together, and what the fuck am I nervous about? I would rather be more nervous that I get with motherfucking Dr. Dre and he cooking up a beat right in front of me. And then I start getting nervous because it's adrenaline and my nerves are going because I want to kill it. Yeah, that, that kind of shit. But I wouldn't be nervous to meet Dr. Dre and to shake his hand. Like, what the fuck? So what? That ain't doing nothing for me. If, if 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 I'm going through that kind of stuff, then I won't be able to level up. If I'm worried about that kind of stuff. That's a very true thing. Cause I'll tell you an experience what I had. Cause um. I work as a banquet, so I have to be like, yes, sir, no, sir. But I get paid amazing money from that. So we have a lot of government people coming in and a lot of, like, local celebrities. So we have um, a hockey team called the Calgary Flames. And the head coach was talking to me, and he's like, you like hockey? And I'm like, no, not really. How about you? Do you like hockey? And then he laughed, and he's like, ha, you're funny. And I went back, and my boss was like, you know that's the head coach for Calgary Flames? And I was like, yeah, I don't know who he is. And he, and it, just like what you were saying, it's like, he's considered a quote-unquote celebrity, but I didn't know where he was from, so he's just another person to me. Exactly. Exactly. And if you, if you, if you took on that same... Like, just the same mentality um, from person to person, and you would never... You'll never, like, be able to answer the question that you asked that you asked me because people are people. Like, no matter if you graded something, you know, I've been around people that are basketball players, football players that's in the NFL, and I see I see people like kind of catering to them because they're in the NFL or whatever, and I never understood that shit because, like. And like, what are they doing for you? I mean, maybe if you, maybe if you a fan of somebody, like you know, they play on the basketball team and they get a lot of highlights. Yo, man, that dude can hoop. You know, whatever. I want to. I'm a young guy. I want to hoop like him. Cool. But if you a hooper and you inspiring to be a, a, a NBA basketball player, then you should be trying to fucking play against this person. Get on that level to where, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're you not just looking up to him no more. you playing against him, and you're going to compete against him and try to bust his ass when y'all play. You, don't, you know what I'm saying? But if you take on the mentality, like, oh, I looked up to this dude, and oh, shit, and he's going to kill you on the court. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah, no, you know, that makes total like, sense. Rap, how I relate to rap and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's all the same on any kind of level. You can respect people. You can admire people. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we all are people. You know? No matter what you do, no matter what you're great at, you should just respect everybody. You know, basically, moral to the story is you should never treat this person over here different 
from that person over there, no matter what. You get what I'm saying? And what, if, if somebody considers them great or somebody considers this person over here not great or whatever, it don't matter. If you're a respectable person, you respect everybody the same. Well, with that being said, I think that's the perfect way to end this episode. Just with the knowledge that you just dropped right there, I hope a lot of people will take your closing lines as an eye opener. Hey man, I hope so, man. That's that's what I that's what I when I open my mouth to talk, that's exactly what, that's exactly what I want people to get from it. Something, some kind of information, some kind of knowledge. Well, well I'll tell you one thing, was, sir. I got a lot of information from this conversation we had, and so I probably got a lot of key things I'm probably going to hold for the rest of my life, thanks to you. Oh, man, that's a blessing, man. Appreciate that. Hey, man, blessing for a blessing. You were my first guest, and you dropped some knowledge for me. So, thanks, man. I really hey, man, appreciate I'm... that. Super salute, man. Um, I'm very humbled, you know, to be the first guest. You know, when you when you make it to fucking Hot 97 or when you make your platform bigger than Hot 97, just, you know, keep the love going. Oh, don't worry. I'm good. Don't worry. I'll be like the very first person who ever showed me love. Kid Vicious. Yeah, man. That's what's up, man. All right, man. Right, Episode right. four out. Any last words, Vish? Um, yeah, man. Um, be on the lookout for the new... Uh, new project. I'm gonna start dropping videos and singles uh, real soon. Next couple weeks, I'm gonna start dropping videos and stuff like that. Just be on the lookout, man. If you a real hip hop fan, support real hip hop. You know we should support each other. And uh, I want to salute to you, man, for having me on the um, on your first interview. I wish you nothing but success in the future. And uh, you know, hopefully, we can chop it up again. Will do, Vish. Will do. I appreciate that. Episode 4, I'm out.